You are looking live at the fifth year podcast with Parker Biggs, Zach Ruley, and Clint Maxey. Ladies and gentlemen, can you believe it? These guys are the best with this podcast. Don't even think of making a wager on this upcoming season without checking in with Parker, Zach, and Clint. Take it away, guys. Welcome back to the Fifth Year Podcast, where we talk all things college football. As always, Clint Maxey, Zach Ruley, and Parker Biggs here. While not as crazy as week two, week three still had a lot of exciting action that we're going to get into. Uh, we'll also look ahead and make some picks for this weekend's game. But first, let's uh, talk about what was uh, really all over Twitter accounts of any Oklahoma or Oklahoma State grad or anyone from the state of Oklahoma, for that matter, yesterday with um, the news from our man, Brett McMurphy, that Bedlam is over, which we, you know, we knew that was coming, but um, kind of confirming that um, is uh, pretty significant. While it is a lopsided series, anyone from Oklahoma uh, would tell you that it is a rivalry because it means a lot to a lot of people. But that being said, um, if someone tells you otherwise, they're full of shit or probably not from Oklahoma. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Correct. Yeah. Right? It, it is the OU fans that act like – no, and I'm sure – and, like, some of it is, like, oh, business – like, when OU beats OSU, it's like, yeah, that's – like, that should be the outcome, right? Like, OU fans sh- should have that mindset. But to act like it's not a big game, either yeah. fan base, like it's a huge deal. It's a it's a big game. Yeah, I've seen a, a decent amount. I think most like, reasonable OU fans would all tell you it's a rivalry, but I have seen a decent amount of kind of shit talk from OU fans saying, oh, it's not even a rivalry. And every single person that said that is someone that's not from Oklahoma. So they just don't really get it. Like, unless you grew up an OU fan or an OSU fan, you don't get it as much. But like – it's a game I look, look look forward to every year. That being said, like, and I this I know is something you want to talk about. Like, it is at the hands of the reason that the rivalry inning is OU. I mean, going to that. That's SEC. the most reasonable take I've I've heard from an OU fan yet, Clint. I'm sure you think the same way. Like, it's OU's fault. This is not OSU's fault. This is OU's fault. They made the decision to like sever ties and like, as an OSU fan, good. I don't want to play them anymore if I don't have to. Like, so, why would I want to get beat by them? My only argue, not argument, it's OU's, like, it clearly OU moving to the SEC caused Bedlam to end and not being conferences. I don't buy the, I don't fully buy that it can't happen. Like, that there, a lot of these games, you know, then OSU's reasoning is, and it's true, they have, you know, basically their non conference schedule, like, filled out for the next 15 years. Um, so sure, it's not which, play which other I've seen other people have been like, Well, don't they play more than one non conference game? Yeah, you do, but who in their right minds is going to schedule Oklahoma? Like, so for example, OSU, one of their non conference games the years upcoming is Alabama or Oregon. Who the hell would schedule OU and Alabama in the same right. if they don't have to? Like, why would we do that? Right. Also, no, so I- we do you if you wanted to do that, and you so like Central Michigan is a good example, like because they signed like a um, I think a two for one with Central Michigan. It was spaced out a little bit, but they played one game at Central Michigan and two in Stillwater, and they got to pay them less because they went to Kalamazoo for a game. But that being said, you would still have to buy like the little school out. Like you still have right. to pay the like Central Michigans of the world to tell them to fuck off. We're scheduling OU. Like right, right. It's just not just like you could just cancel a contract. I mean, there's yeah, a- like that's not how it works. Like you could do that, but like I don't think OSU wants to waste a million dollars to go quite frankly, play a game that they've lost 90% of the time. Or yeah, whatever it is. this could I – mean, and I think this is – I think you'd probably agree. Like, as much as, like, it means to the fans the rivalry, what does the mean OSU – schools. Yeah, what does OSU gain from playing the, in it? The, the one thing I could say is season tickets. Ticket sales is, like, the one argument for it. Or there's probably more than one argument for it. But the main argument is – you know, yeah, OSU lose, struggles to sell out season tickets already. They'll and lose so, revenue from it. Yeah, you remove OU, you remove all that money coming. But but they were going to lose that anyways as soon as OU went to the SEC. So, like, every other year, right. I'm sure ticket sales are higher because there is probably a decent portion of OU fans, actually, that buy OSU season tickets and sell the rest and then um, hang on to theirs for Bedlam because that's the only way you can buy a ticket through the university for right. Bedlam is through season tickets. 
I just like OSU. If OSU's goal is to be the the player in the new Big Twelve, why would they want to schedule a game they always historically lose? Mm-hmm. Right, I mean, that, that makes no sense. I think 10, 12 years down the road, I think the discussion will be they'll different. play. Yeah, they'll yeah. play again. Um, I don't think this is like a permanent thing, but I don't think it's a bad thing for OSU to, you know, get a little bit of time between yeah. between know. you know a game they like you said lose pretty regularly like, give it, you know, we don't beat the school like why would we want to why would we want to keep losing is like if we, thing the, did, if we have an out like right i don't blame osu for it i'm like i would like for them to try to play but i don't blame them for not i get it one thing i did think was funny was gundy's like press conference yesterday where he so, oh, like no hard feelings. Like uh, I don't really care that much. Oh, but here's this note or this page I have full of notes regarding <laughs> battle. I like. I like. Okay, I, liked, you... I liked all his comments. Um, the note card was a little funny. I liked all his comments. I it's wild that like Weidberg. I and Andrew Morris. Shout out Morris. He was talking about. He's like, why is Gundy the one having to to speak on this? Like, obviously he was going to questions about it. And I like Joe C for the most part, but like him essentially blaming us and then all the. Oh, you cronies were like, yeah, yeah, it's OSU's fault. It's like, what? Like, Josie, what are you talking about? Like, you did what's best for your school and your athletic department. Chad's doing what's best for OSU's athletic department. Like, it's very simple cause and effect type stuff here. Like, that was a petty. Those were, it was. They were both petty. They were both petty. Like, gun. Okay. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, I saw a lot of people get their feathers ruffled when Gundy said, Oh, you followed Texas. Cause that is what happened, right? Like Texas told OU, Hey, we're leaving for the sec. I I don't think, I think, and I don't know. I think OU has been wanting to, I think, I think maybe they've been wanting to get out, but not they needed a partner though. Okay. So they held, I heard Traper say this, they held hands with, with Texas on the way out the door. Like, Gundy's not wrong in that regard. Like that's what's happening. Like they're, right. OU and Texas, part, whether one way or another, OU and Texas were partners on this. Thing. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like that, it's like, and, and these guys hate each other. So I, I didn't mind Mike's comments. I kind of liked them. I, but, I, I liked Gundy's comments. Like he's defending his school, his yeah, program. He's doing, yeah. But like, why would he want? To, I'm sure as a coach, he's like that. That game is a dark cloud over his head every single November. Like, why would he want to keep playing that? What's funny this, is I bet you be Mike off, and, it's gonna be better off for both schools though. What's funny is I bet Mike and Joe C. I I know they know each other well, and like he even said that he's like, and I I like Joe C. But yeah. like yeah, like them trying like, to flip fuck, it on man. us is yeah. No, I I'm with you. I think you know it's obviously OU cause it, and I've heard like OU might be saying they're trying to schedule it. OU they doesn't have either. OU doesn't have any openings for years either. Yeah, like, I think they're. I think they're. I I think in this regard, Josie's full of shit. He's just trying to pass the buck. I I somebody said, or I'm thinking like, OU just wants OSU to be its booty call, like move heaven and earth to come hang out yeah, with you for forty. That's exactly that's exactly for sixty like, minutes, and like it's like why we do that. Yeah, like no, it was like we're uh, working on ourselves. This is gonna yeah. be a good time for OSU to work on themselves <laughs> and and get better as a as a as an organization and a person. And then maybe we'll come back to you 10 years from now and, and we'll try and work it out again. But what's your guess for next? Once OU makes the move to SEC, what's your guess for the next Bedlam game? Like, what mm, year? Well, I think they're going to play next year too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm going to tell you right That's now, we're going to win that one. Gunnar Gundy is the quarterback. Last Bedlam ever. It has to be a win. <laughs> it, was, it, it was written. Um, the prophecy. Just kidding. We'll probably lose in like really old school heartbreak fashion. That um, will be a insane environment, though. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, la- last year, like we were like, "Oh my god, this is the coolest game I've ever been to!" Like, win or lose, that one, last year's game topped the Baker game in Stillwater for me. The second one. Um, well, you guys you, won. Well, I know still, but like that Baker game, like to this day, is like the most. You should be like, in the atmosphere. Yeah, like insane. Like the yeah. Baker one was higher than last year, and last year was a night game. The Baker one started at, like noon, I think. Not noon. Maybe it was an afternoon kickoff because it ended yeah, in the dark, did. I felt like. Yeah, but that game was insane. Mm-hmm. Like the and it was so high scoring, like back and forth. What was it at halftime? 35-35? Yeah, something like that. Like that's stupid. Hollywood um, Brown had like 180 yards in the first half or something crazy. It was an incredible game, but next Bedlam, 
I'll say they play again in. I'm gonna say twenty like thirty-seven. I think that's reasonable. I think they play in the college football playoff before then, though. Yeah, that's it. That's a good point because the expanded playoff, like, it's not unreasonable at all to think like three but, SEC like, schools or four SEC schools. I wish you could travel to Norman or you could travel to Stillwater for a first-round playoff game. Yeah. Imagine That'd that be would be cool. insane. Yeah, um, yeah, it's gonna, thing, it's gonna suck though. Another right. thing is, uh, yeah, definitely will. And you can't, like, if they're going to come to an agreement, they're going to want to agree, probably, correct me if I'm wrong, but like an every year thing. Yeah. But, and, and you can't do that until all of your non conference games have ran out, which is like 2032 at least. Right. So, I probably, I think it's longer for us, actually. I think ours are like through 2035. My yeah. guess is like six or seven years from now, like a four year series will get announced. And then, like, for seven or eight years later, and then they'll start filling them in. As my, I think of, there's no reason that there is a reason that right now they can't schedule them, but there's no reason that 15 years down the road this can't be a yearly game. I mean, you see it: South Carolina, Clemson play every year; Georgia, Georgia Tech Florida, play every year; Florida State, yeah, Florida, Florida State, USC, and Notre Dame have been doing it. So, I mean, it are they are they going to keep playing basketball and baseball? I no, I think they're going to play every other sport yearly still. It's it is wild because, like, in wrestling, OU just straight up opted out. They used to wrestle twice a year in, in wrestling. They do again now. But for, like, a four-year stretch, OU was like, we're not going to wrestle you the second time because we don't want to lose. Like, I'm, and we're like, why can't we just opt out of playing you in football? We'll play you yeah. in everything else. It's just like, we don't want to play football anymore. Yeah, we no, opt that, out. That Bedlam wrestling had gotten real eerie for this Also, for I, think OU, I think OU is just running because they don't want to play us in the blood drive anymore. <laughs> we, we kick gas at the blood drive. See, I haven't kept I'm up o, with the if numbers. I know you, like if, and I don't know, if say OU is that was actually like trying to put it on the schedule and OSU wasn't, then OU should say, which I don't think, I don't actually think that's what happened. But if that's what happened, I would say, fuck you guys. We're not going to play you in anything. Yeah, I'd probably do that too. But that, see, them not doing that makes me think that Jesse's yeah. like, Full of shit right now. That's where I can see that too. I love Josie, so I'm not gonna talk ill on him. But I'm not I, gonna I, slander. Yeah, I'm not gonna slander the guy. Um, but uh, uh, I I tend to <laughs> to think that that was just talk to make the the OU he riled up feel. all your fucking redneck hillbilly trailer boys <laughs> with burner twitters and there was one that was really a really funny sequence. Twitter is a wild scene. Carson like Cunningham though. Carson Cunningham. That guy his takes were his cry baby. Yeah, his takes were uh, – hang on, let me find the – there was one sequence. It was basically some guy – some of you fan, like, calling all of us you fans, which it's this happens both ways, so I'm not just picking on this OU fans here. But basically, he just, like, was talking all this shit, and the OSU fan just goes, what year did you graduate from OU? And the guy just replies, I didn't. And that was it. And that was the end of the Twitter sequence. Hey, I love how – he's blunt, though. He's just – I didn't. Yeah, he did. Yeah. That's – uh, you know, it's – no, but the, he was talking, some of the, the Twitter OU, interactions have been funny. The OU fan was talking about how if Oklahoma State would have invested in college football 75 years ago. I saw that the situation. Yeah, that's someone, like, someone responded. I was like, yeah, they should have been thinking about the playoff expansion in 2024. Literally, he said, yeah, man, too bad they didn't have the foresight in 1947 when Otis Shellstead was playing to plan for 2022 realignment. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, get the fuck out of here. No, it's I I enjoyed it's the, been a it's been a cesspool more, that's, more times. That's what, this is what we're gonna miss though with Bedlam. It's exactly just, it, like think about it. There's gonna be a full generation of kids that don't get like that just don't get it. That's my thing is like when OU fans say they don't care about the game and it's just another game. That's not true. Yeah, I know. Like they they do. Like I OU do. fans do care about I, the game. I care greatly about them. Yeah. Even if y'all win every year, like you still care. Like you don't want to. Yeah, lose that's the us. thing. It's like, like, like no, no, no losing. No, that's the thing. Like as good as a win feels, like it's almost like losing to OSU is like the worst thing for an OU. Like right. yeah, you you OU almost does like a reset button. Like when they lose to OSU, it's like okay, what what happened here? Like how do we lose yeah. that one? You know, it's it, something no, drastic that follows. Twenty. I mean, after the twenty fourteen loss to OSU and then getting killed by Clemson, it led to Josh Heupel. Like when got Lincoln Riley, and then yeah. Lincoln, like like something drastic happens when OU loses. Yeah, after OU, after OU got beat in Stillwater in 2011, like 
when you guys had like killed us, we uh, that's when Stoops adjusted to a run first running quarterback system. Like you're right. It, it if OU loses to OSU, something's wrong. Yep. Yeah. Another thing is I would much rather lose to Texas. And this is the comparison with in-state rivalries. Like I would much rather lose to Texas just because I don't know as many, but seeing all of the Oklahoma state family friend fans, that's what hits me hard when we lose. I mean, to yeah, like, yeah, no, yeah, fair. Like, hell yeah, we're going to gloat. We've won right. 17 times ever. Why would we not, or 18? Why would we not brag about yeah. it? Like, winning one every seven years? Like, fuck yeah. Yeah. It's a big yeah. deal. No, it's uh, it sucks. But these next uh, couple, uh, probably two more, I guess, will be uh, electric. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, any other thoughts? No, I was going to ask. You were in Lincoln. Let's, let's roll right into OU. Yeah. Steam rolling Nebraska. Yeah, first of all, Lincoln's awesome. Um, really it's cool awesome. town. Yeah, yeah. Um, I heard that stadium's sick. It's awesome. It's it a, looks awesome. It's a really cool stadium. Their fans were really, really like nice. nice. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, that makes sense. The Midwest. Like it was, it was uncomfortable though. Like we were. I was there with some some Nebraska people, and like. You know, the atmosphere at the start of the game was insane. Like, one of the loudest They go down and score quit. Yeah. Oh, in that yeah. place, it was one of the loudest stadiums I've ever been in. Like, it was yeah. – I mean, they were on top. And I was like, holy shit, like, this is – because I, I was thinking, like I said in the pod last week, I was nervous about the game. I thought it would be a close game. So, they go down score first. The energy is there. They got the – Mickey, they got the interim coach. Um, And then OU's, like, not moving the ball the first drive. They punt. They get the ball back. They have like a third and seven, and that's when Gabriel broke the sixty-one. That's when the game, when he decided he wanted to play a little bit, he that the game ended basically. I didn't know he had that that in him. And he's I think that was the fast. first quarterback draw of the year. That was deceptive. I wouldn't say he's fast. He's he's got good speed, but he's not somebody. He kind of reminds me of Baker. Like Baker, yeah, like he, move, he's about but... the, he's about that same speed. That's a good comparison. But yeah, so we score. You know, the energy's still there for a little bit. By the time it got to like 21 7 or whatever at the towards the end of the first quarter, early second quarter, the energy was gone. I will mm-hmm. say their fans are insane. It was it was like 95% full when it was 42 to 7. Yeah, I saw that on TV too. Like they are the most supportive fan base, but I'll get into like the game a little bit more. But after the game, you know, OU ends up scoring what 49 unanswered, wins 49 14. And then after the game, I'm out at the bars. I'm talking to Nebraska fans. And, like, it was just sad, like, seeing a fan base, like, that loyal and good of a fan base at rock bottom. And I kept saying to some reference, oh, you guys will be all right. Like, you guys are Nebraska. You'll be back. And mm. one guy in the bathroom was like, I'm just tired of hearing that. He's like, I don't even believe that you think that. You guys just feel bad for us after kicking That is. Ass. That's exactly what. Yeah, no, that's exactly what. I don't necessarily think Nebraska will be back, but I felt bad for him. Like, really uncomfortable after the game them chanting for urban meyer at big noon kick that's an all-time low i saw a high urban meyer t-shirt that's sad that was a funny visual the husband and wife hugging each other like crying basically with a higher urban meyer shirt (laughs) that was sad yeah no but the game itself i thought OU defense one like is actually legit i actually do believe that now like they're flying all over the place they're they tackle well they're they force turnovers like like the front seven getting into the opponent's backfields was really surprised me. Like they don't have a superstar really on the defensive line, it's just a bunch of dudes. And they like it seemed like after that first drive for Nebraska, the OU defense was like in the backfield every time Nebraska like right when Nebraska would hand it off, they couldn't get anything on the ground going. But we had like four sacks, nine tackles for loss. So much of what we've seen earlier in the year. But I think the difference this week compared to earlier in the year was the offense. Um Clearly, they've been keeping it super vanilla the last few weeks. They really opened it up this week. And, uh, yeah, the, the offense was uh, much better. Offensive line, much better. Mauling defenders, which we had not seen. Uh, with Wanya Morris back, I think they're going to have kind of finally their group of starters that they want. So, yeah, no, the offense was super impressive. The defense continues to play well. I mean, it was as good of a performance as you could hope for, I think. Um, so, a question yeah. for you both, I guess. Does that game to you guys say more about OU or more about Nebraska? I, I think both. Because Nebraska's well, really fucking bad. Yeah. <laughs> Pardon my French. They are not a good They're really bad. Team. They might I win think, one more game all year. I think um the deep or the offensive performance 
was more about Nebraska. I will say that Nebraska offense, like it's not like they weren't scoring points. Like they had been like the offense yeah. was the offense was pretty. So the I think I agree a little bit of both. But yeah, the defensive performance that's I OU. think is yeah, oh you the offensive performance. Yeah, Nebraska's defense is horrible. We'll, I also, we'll go ahead. I also think one of the big takeaways is Venable's coaching ability to get a team ready in an atmosphere like that in his third game. You know, yeah. offenses have been struggling against two bad teams. Well, they've turned it on later in the games. But, yeah, just an environment like that to just go out and shut it down after that first drive, it got me excited. I can't remember the last time we've gone to an away game like that and played like that just all the way through. We'll, right. we'll, we'll get into it um, multiple times, I'm sure. But OU might make Adrian Martinez fumble the ball like five times Saturday. Hopefully. That can be a bloodbath. Yeah, he's he's struggling. Oh, is he? I haven't really kept up with him much earlier on the year. He, yeah, he should we stinks. just go ahead and talk he's... about the two-line K-State game? Wait, real quick yeah. before we move away, uh, I just want to mention the three names that Nebraska has announced, and I'm curious what you guys think. So Lance like, Leopold, Matt Campbell, and Bill O'Brien. What are your thoughts I, on those I three? I don't like Bill O'Brien. I like Matt Campbell, and I love Leopold. That'd be my – So Also, Matt Rule, I think, is another mm-hmm. question for you guys. Is and I I honestly don't know because I've heard different people pronounce it different ways and I pronounce it Leopold. Is it Leopold? I think so. Maybe I don't know. Who because knows? I've been pronouncing it. Inc- I think I've been pronouncing it incorrectly. I've just heard I think it's it. Leopold. Like, it's one of those things that like you didn't really. No one talks about Kansas football very much. So now I think there's just uh, some confusion out there. Yeah. He he's he's a stud though. He has Nebraska ties loosely. Like Matt Rule would be very interesting if he would come back. I think so. I was listening to the big bets on Canvas from the Action Network, and McMurphy was saying that Rule kind of wants to come back to college, is the rumor. And if like the, the situation was right, so maybe like Auburn or Nebraska could be a potential. That would be a home run. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's really good. We know Rule he'll win games. In, Rule was in the discussion for the OU job. I mean, it would have probably never would have worked because he would have had to quit his NFL job midseason. Um, but like his name was brought up. Not, I mean, I think Rule is a great college coach. Clearly, he's struggling the NFL, you know. Well, it, it's hard being a guy to go from college to the NFL when your quarterback play is suspect. No offense to Baker Mayfield, but like, right. You I mean, he's never, yeah. That. When Baker's like, and I I love Baker, I think, ba- but when, when your best quarterback, you've like, when Baker, when Baker Mayfield is significantly better than the quarterback you've had, mm-hmm. yeah, you've that's got not good. Issues. Mm-hmm. Also, who would have thought Jalen Hurts would be the best OU quarterback in the NFL? I know. Wow. It's crazy. I've, well, I OU fans hate it a lot. Not not the majority of OU fans. There's a good portion of OU fans that are like, this guy stinks. Yeah. No, if he's you would have really told me good. That, if you would have told me, yeah, he's he's like, I think it's clearly the number one quarterback of those three Lincoln era quarterbacks in the league right now. You yeah. you think Jalen over Kyler right now? Yeah. Kyler. Kyler Jalen's really a winner. Sharp the, yeah, Jalen Jalen yeah. wins games. He's also so strong. A couple of those where he just drove three guys yeah. into the end zone. It's insane. Yeah. That's he's, what happens when you're squatting ethic. 600 after every game. I remember always seeing a picture. His work ethic is also pretty obvious because he has gotten significantly significantly better each yeah. year he's been in the NFL. Um, yeah, no, I'm. I think that's that's cool. Um, um, let's back get to, to Tulane K State. Yeah. That's that's my bad. I sidetracked us. Oh no, that was a uh, yeah tough loss for K State, especially going into this game in Norman this they week. They scored ten points, probably a bit of a, a, a look ahead spot from them last week. We should have seen that. Tulane but... figured it out. They just said we're gonna do everything we can to slow down uh, Deuce Vaughn on the ground and Adrian Martinez on the ground. We're gonna make uh, we're gonna make Martinez throw the ball, which he can't throw the ball downfield. He he had one hundred and fifty yards on twenty one completions. Yeah, he has one touchdown passing on the season. Did you guys know that? Whew. I know he's like one of the four or five lowest rated passers. In His QBR before. is 38. Mm. Yeah, mm. he's the same old Adrian Martinez. He has three total touchdowns this year. as your quarterback through three games. And they yeah. won a game 40 to 12. Yeah, I don't, yeah. that's rough. I th- Vaughn, uh, Juice Vaughn had his lowest yardage in the last nine games, uh, only 81 yards. The Tulane is now three and zero for the first time since their nineteen ninety eight undefeated season. So, uh, Good for the well, and they've also only given up twenty points all season. K State was their first actual test, but um, yeah, good win for Tulane and Brett Pratt, who looked like a world beater against OU last year before they ended up going like two and ten. 
um, let him on a game winning drive. But yeah, Kansas State's offense is just pretty uh, one dimensional. Yeah, agreed. Um, yeah, I, I, I that, would that, normally that. I'd be concerned game for OU um, if Lincoln was the coach because K State like and Kleiman just know yeah. how to slow down that Lincoln Riley offense, but. Um, I'm not as concerned um, with BV at the helm. So, uh, how about Kansas though? Three and out. I can't believe that. <laughs> it's unbelievable. It. Um, it's it's pretty impressive. They'll yeah. be ranked next week. They win again Saturday. It, yeah, so. they they were right on that. I think they were like sixth out this week. So yeah, they're receiving votes. Jalen Daniels is the real deal. 158 passing yards, 123 rush yards, five touchdowns. He was named Walter Camp National Offensive Player of the Week, Big 12 Offensive Player of the Week. Kansas offense is averaging over 53 points a game. Like their offense is, is really good. It's leading the country. Yeah. <laughs> Which is just no, but and that was their first uh first time to have back-to-back road wins since 2007, which was that Orange Bowl season. Yeah, they're a favorite in a game betting-wise for the first time since 2008 or 9, I think it so was. They were a Power 5 team, right? Yeah. Yeah. On yeah, a touchdown plus favorite too. Oh my god. What kind of world is this? Kansas can't be good at basketball and football. Pick one. Where do you where do you put? Um, and I was meant to, I'll post this probably later in the uh, on our Instagram and Twitter later in the week. We both g- give me your uh, Big Twelve power rankings. I actually haven't pulled up here from your text you sent me. Um, yeah, so you, I want I want to be consistent with what I said. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll go mine. Um, so I have, um, and this is just at this point in the season. Obviously, things could change. One. OU, two OSU, three. I've got Texas ahead of Baylor. I just think their loss is a lot better than Baylor's, um, and I'm not not a believer in shaping yet. Four, I've got Baylor. Uh, and then I think clear gap between four and five, but I got Kansas at five. I mean, so far. So our, our lists are the same until five. I have Iowa State there. Yeah, I have Iowa State. I just can't. Six. I got to see KU in like a minute. I know they just beat Houston. To me, Houston hasn't isn't like that good. They haven't been good in my eyes. But I don't, I don't know. I think those are interchangeable. I'm not going to But Houston like, was still – yeah, they have not been good. But Houston was still the, like, what, 11-1 team picked to win the AAC this year on yeah. the road. Like, two road wins is what's you know, has – I don't know if – I don't think anyone else in the Big 12 could say that yet at this point. This season. Six, I have Iowa State. Seven, I have – Texas Tech, or no TCU. I have TCU, then Tech, K State, West Virginia. Yep, that's mine. That's me too. So our only difference is we, we just have Iowa State and KU flipped. But I mean, even the the thought of Kansas, if you would have told me a month ago Kansas would be a top, arguably a top five or six team in the Big Twelve, I wouldn't believe it. Obviously, they have to go out and do it. But I mean, they're definitely winning. I mean, they look like a team that can go out and win two, three, four Big Twelve games potentially. <laughs> I mean, like, it's not – you're just not going to walk into Lawrence and beat up on them. Like, if OSU loses to them in Lawrence, I've I've talked a lot of smack on Kansas. I don't know if that can happen. <laughs> like, yeah. we can't lose be... that one. We can lose no. any of them, but we can't lose that one. Yeah, no, you can't lose a Kansas. Still, you can't lose a Kansas. That, if, he makes I, a, if he makes a bowl game, though, he's coach national coach of the year. That – and this is back on the Nebraska situation. This is, this is crazy. Why – I don't know what he does. He potentially, if even if Nebraska offers him the job, like I don't think Turn it's no, down. it's it's not a guarantee that he would go. If he no. takes Kansas to a bowl, he might have the safest job in the country. He would, but like, surely you go to Nebraska, like, because he could just go do it again in Nebraska, just rebuild Nebraska in two years. It's taken him two years. The difference right? is at Nebraska, he'll he has be competing resources. Against Ohio, he does, but he'll be competing against Ohio State. Penn State, Michigan, you know, the Big 12, there might be some, like, you don't have the, like, the depth in the Big 12 is there, but you don't have, you're not competing against any Blue Bloods. Fair enough. Um, but, but, yeah, it's still. Oh, another name, uh, Nebraska, Clint, Mark Stoops. Mm. I think he'd be silly to leave Kentucky because that's an awesome job. You win nine games a year, and it's like, they're going to build a statue of you. Yeah. But he's a hell of a football coach. He'd be a good fit, too. He would. I don't know if he, uh, like I said, I don't know if he wants that job because Kentucky, that's a sweet gig. Play second mm-hmm. fiddle at a basketball school. Yeah. Make a ton of money. And their fans are, I mean, they, they love him. They love him. They love they're, the they're football house. They, yeah. KU is sold out Saturday, I think. That's they sold good. out the stadium. Awesome. Good for them. 
They should have done game day there. The joke tweets were right. Like they that should have been game day. Seriously, like I agree. Tennessee, Florida is a good game. It's not a great game. Like why not go to Kansas? But if KU can win this week, then they host Iowa State. Um, they could potentially start five and up. So they've got back to back home games here. So what a time. If, if they That's do, if Kansas gets joke. to five and oh, they're like I mean, I they I would I, would, I hope they host game day at some point this year. Their fans deserve that. Maybe for the OSU game, if OSU is still undefeated when they're rolling there. Yeah. I think that's uh, middle of October. Possible. It's not out of the realm of possibility. Um, but let's talk about Kansas. Uh, the one team that Kansas can beat in the Big 12, Texas. Um, solid balance back uh, after the Texas or the Alabama loss with a win over a good UTSA team, 41-20. to 20. Yeah. And, they struggled and, early. Yeah. They're on 17-7. Um, Bijan showed what he can do, 183 yards, three touchdowns. Clearly, though, Hudson Card is not – I mean, th- these are two different football teams with, with Card versus Ewers. Well, so it came out today that Ewers might be able to go Saturday at Texas Tech. It's the difference. I was talking to someone about it. That's the difference between, you know, if Card is starting a, against OU, that's the difference between Texas being a six, seven-point dog and Texas being potentially a slight favorite or probably pick Well, up. so they – I guess they don't want yours, yours first game to be against OU. So he's going to play this weekend or next weekend. Wow. Which is yeah, next that... weekend. It'd be this weekend at home or at tech. And then next weekend would be in West Virginia. So he's going to play one of those two. I guess the initial diagnosis might've been slightly incorrect, but he, he's going to be ready to go. They think by maybe Saturday. Yeah. It's which... always practice. He's practicing this week, but Hudson card lit up tech last year. So, I mean, maybe they don't need, Yours against Texas Tech, but we know how it is. Is it a night game in Lubbock Saturday? Um, they don't need it to be a night game to be boozed. So Lubbock, but, yeah, um, and it's Texas, yeah. so that'll be that'll be a rowdy atmosphere. Tech though, uh, two thirty, tough loss to uh, to NC State for Tech. Yeah, with they like actually one of the the nastier leg breaks I've ever seen. I know. Oh, that Clint, was... you see that? Which game? Tech, NC State, like one of the nastiest leg breaks I've ever seen in my life. No, I didn't. Disgust, I like saw disgusting. some bad injuries this weekend. Like worse than the Kevin Ware one. Oof, gosh. No, yeah, it was, it. it was gross. Yeah, I saw uh, NC State's uh, coaching staff went by to see him in the hospital. That was uh, mm. nice. But yeah, Tech really, I didn't think that they were necessarily even a worse team than NC State. Donovan Smith just has a turnover issue. Yeah, he does. He saw it if he would just not turn it over. Um, is yeah. show gonna play? I don't know. They need him to, though. I <laughs> think lost. he should be back Saturday. Yeah, I mean, it was like it was what like a two to four week injury, so that would put him probably. Yeah, I mean, if he's if he can go, they need him to. I like Thomas Smith, but he's clearly not there yet. The, the answer, yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I'm still not too impressed by NC State, though. Devin Leary. No, they're still... not the they're not the ACC challenger. No. Um, that people have drawn them out to be. Agreed. How about uh OSU? I didn't watch any of that. What? Did, um, they play Pine about, Bluff, so. <laughs> Um, I watched actually a good majority of it just because Gunner got substantial reps. Um, Spencer looked really sharp, but again, just playing Arkansas Pine Bluff, which knows respect to those guys, but um. Yeah, he was getting whatever he wanted throw wise. They and like those guys are so little. Like our our O line looked like the, the Great Wall of Dallas from back in the nineties. Like there was no pass rush. We didn't really run the ball that much. It was basically just let Spencer rack up some numbers. Yeah. Uh Taylor Shetron finally got some run. He had a touchdown catch, looked really good. On the I think it was his only catch, it was like he kind of turned. Was that his first catch of the bit. year? Yeah, um, the kid who impressed a lot actually was um, Stephon Johnson Jr., a true freshman receiver as well, who was a four-star. But he flipped from like Oregon to OSU with like a week left in the cycle and was kind of low-key about it. But he looked really sharp. He might actually um, earn some reps. They came out of there fairly healthy, though, to my knowledge. I mean, had, OSU hides, hides it for the most part. Had Taylor been playing or is he going to get redshirted? He's probably going to get redshirted. How about this Tabry? Has Tabry got any run? No. He might have late, and I didn't see him, but I don't think he's gotten any run. Talon, red playing receiver, if Talon had come last year, that's when there was a lot less experience at receiver, so he might have gotten some run as a freshman. Um, we haven't even had Jaden Bray this year, who I think could be the best receiver on the team. He's got, like, a broken thumb or something. But 
I don't know. I mean, it's tough to like gauge how you actually look against Pine Bluff. It's just like go win the game, get out of there healthy, and they did, to my knowledge. Um, I don't know how much I like the bye week this early in the year. Yeah, but I'm weird. glad it's before Baylor though. So Baylor's in two weeks. Yeah, I'm actually going to be there. Find out to Dallas. I have no idea what the uh, what the lineup looks like that weekend, but is that a potentially a uh, a game day? So they got to win Saturday. We yeah. got put in the flex spot um, by the Big Twelve, uh, so it could, could be definitely noon, could definitely be big noon kickoff. Definitely, which I'd prefer not big noon. I like the night games, but I, I, I I'm not gonna be mad about it. It's never bad to have the spotlight on you. No, it's not. Um, but. We'll see. I hate the six day window thing though, because yes. one of our buddies, he's like trying to see if he can go and like kind of needs to know the kickoff time to know if he yeah. can go. So he'll be game time decision. I think OU's in it too. Like the flex window is OU TCU, yep. OSU Baylor, and then I don't even know who the last game was. But... Um, Other just big 12 scores here. We don't even need to talk about them. Baylor. Beat Texas State 42-7. West Virginia rolled Towson 65-7. And Iowa State beat Ohio. Iowa State looked good. That'll be a good game Saturday. And we'll talk, we'll give our picks here in a little bit. But yeah. All right. Just um kind of quickly, let's go through some of the other big games from last weekend. Aggies still uh quarterback change, no difference. Offense looked abysmal again, but they did win. That defense is good. But Miami continued to shoot themselves in the foot. That's two teams that are not there. Yeah. They're not. AM doesn't do anything for me. Um, that's going to be an interesting game with Arkansas this week. <laughs> it is Hog, a, Hogs, Hogs could hold them. Yeah. But, we'll see, though. Yeah, That'll be a well, fun one. Um, Washington, man. Kalen DeBoer has uh, flipped the script quickly for Washington after. Phoenix looks like he years. did like two, three years ago. What was it? Two years ago? Yeah. yeah. 2019 when Indiana won all those games. He looks yeah, better than that. Yeah. He looks really good. He's, 24 for 43, 97, four touchdowns. He's second in the country of passing yards. Do there you he goes first. Spencer? Davis Brent, University oh, of Oh, Tulsa. Yeah. Yeah. He's been slinging that thing. But, yeah, I, I, I thought there was no chance Michigan State was going to win that game. Yeah. Michigan, I mean, I didn't Washington's not bad. They were, no, yeah, they're not. And Seattle's a tough place to play. Good win for Washington. Especially you know, that, when you got to travel in there. Patchwell North could be really uh, – interesting um this year you know you got oregon who seems to have taken a step back but did have a nice win over byu this weekend you've got uh washington you got washington state playing good football good especially on the defense side of the ball and then oregon state's also undefeated so that pac-12 north there's no real i don't think like top 10 type program but there's like four teams that are fringy top 25 teams agreed we'll get some there's um about how good some of those teams really are. Yeah. Um, like I said, Oregon, nice win over a, a solid BYU team that had just beaten Baylor. Uh, Bo Nix played de- decent for his standards. Uh, five touchdowns in that game. Um, didn't th- need to throw the ball a ton. Um, Oregon had some success on the ground. Uh, man, <laughs> I picked Auburn outright against Penn State. That was uh, clearly I, a mistake. I, I had Auburn, too. I don't like Sean Clifford still. I just think still. Auburn's that bad. Yeah. Their offense stinks, and they don't have those dudes on the defensive line like they sometimes do. I wonder if Urban Meyer would take the Auburn job, if he had a preference, Nebraska or Auburn. What do you think is a better job? Probably Auburn. I agree. I don't. I, don't, think... I, I feel like it's easier to recruit Auburn than it is yeah. Nebraska. Oh, yeah. I mean, maybe. I mean, Auburn's won what? They won a they Natty less than ten years. ten years ago, and they right? went to another one in the last. Seven or eight. So, yeah, Auburn's a better job than Nebraska. Yeah. Uh, Penn State, that running back, that five-star freshman, Nick Singleton, he's a stud, though. Very, very good. 124 yards, two touchdowns. Um, keeping in the SEC, whew, Spencer Rattler against that Georgia defense went about as uh, we expected. Yeah, that wasn't very fun for him. How good is Brock Bowers, by the way? He's insane. He's a freak. Yeah. That tight end room is maybe the best. Like, I, You could make it maybe the best – T- deepest tight in the room I've seen in a long time. Like, yeah, I mean, I'm sure Miami had, uh, well, they yeah, had like Kellen Winslow point. Jr. and Jeremy Shockey at one yeah. point, but this one is very, very good. Yeah, several. He Bowers, Bowers a monster. Uh, Arkansas wins against Missouri State, but uh, 
Petrino almost got some, him. That would have been hilarious if he went. It would have been like the football. greatest win in the history of college football. Yeah, it would have been awesome. People were wearing neck braces in the crowd, making fun of him the whole time, and he just goes in there and beats them. That would have been all-time Arkansas. Uh, Their defensive – or their past defense is bad, by the way. They're last in the country in in, uh, yards allowed per game through the air. They're giving up – Good thing they're playing a terrible passing unit. Yeah. No, that's that's exactly right. If if A&M throws for more than like 250 yards on Arkansas, they should be real concerned. Press the – um, Bryce, Bryce Young might throw for 500 on them. Yeah. The next Their weekend. offense looks good, though. Uh, Rocket Sanders had another big game, but yeah. Sick name. Yeah. Uh, Florida. Uh, yeah. Anthony Richardson, Heisman hype. I think we can uh, <laughs> officially. It was fun while it lasted. I had a blast. Yeah. For that week and a half, he was the man. 10 for 18, 112 yards, two <laughs> picks. And USF should have forced overtime. They botched the, the hold on that chip shot to take it to overtime. Um, no one has had an, a more uh, interesting first three weeks though than Apps did. I don't think. Yeah, that was an awesome win for them. I'm sure, that yeah. was really cool. Yeah, so um, pretty incredible. Uh, insanely um, lucky, but pretty incredible. Yeah, insanely lucky that <laughs> that was uh, that ball wasn't even close to getting to the end zone. <laughs> no, no. It reminds me of the the Michigan State one with that Keith Nichols guy that played at OU and transferred. Yep. How yeah. he like he caught the tip and then ran a little bit. Yeah, it was SMU had a similar one last year against La Tech. It was shorter though, and it went into the end zone, but they batted one to their teammate. And yeah. So uh yeah, App State probably the team to I would maybe say that the top group of five team looking to punch a ticket to a uh New Year's Six Bowl, but the group of five, um there's not there's not an elite team out there like there has been in, in recent years. So not like last year, anyways. All right, before we get to our week four picks, let's just uh, briefly discuss the news out of uh, Tempe with Herm Edwards getting canned at Arizona State after a brutal loss to Eastern Michigan. It's just a shit show down there. Um, hey, Stanks. Apparently, ASU was like leaking information because um, their administrator wanted him gone. I think everyone thinks Herm's a good guy, but he had lost total control. Did you see he got like fired? People think he got fired on the field. Yeah, the AD and president were there like at the tunnel to meet him. I don't believe that's actually where he got fired, but if he did, that's kind of fucking be hilarious. That, that's worse than Lane Kiffin tarmac one, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. But to Herm, like the, like you said, people have been leaking stuff. Arizona State, for those who don't know, is under investigation. He would just like host recruits on dead periods. Like he would just bring recruits in and like talk to recruits when you're not supposed to. And so some people are like, I legitimately don't think he knew. Or I just don't think he cared. So I don't know which one is worse, like not knowing the rules or just not giving a shit. That would not surprise me if he just didn't know. It's like, oh, my bad. I just was friends. Well, also, they he were like, didn't yeah. go through compliance training. Well, no. So also, they're like, he's just such a nice guy. Like when these recruits would be on visits, like during the summer or something, you're not supposed to, the head coach can't talk to him. Like, the, not maybe not the summertime, but you guys know what I'm saying, like yeah. the dead periods. They would just ask for a picture. I'd be like, oh, yeah, absolutely. Like he was just being nice, like is what this one guy said. And, other people are like, oh, yeah, he knew everything. Like, he he's a dumbass. He just was breaking the rules. Mm-hmm. Any, name, art- any names you like to replace him? Um, I saw Derek Mason and Casey Dunn were on a list. I was like, get yeah, the fuck I saw out Casey here. Dunn on a list, too. No, I don't I also I, saw Alex Grinch on a list. Arizona yeah, State. I saw if, that one. If they're having to hire Casey Dunn or Alex Grinch, then, like, things are down bad. for. And I, 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 keep, I, I love seeing the phrase sleeping giant. To refer to a program because that just means they're not any good, right? Right. Like they were good one season in the nineties with Jake Plummer as a quarterback. And like they went to the Rose Bowl, right? And people were like, Oh, they're a sleeping giant. Arizona State stinks. And with yeah, conference he, uncertainty, I don't know if I'd touch that job. I wouldn't. Especially yeah, with Har especially with Harson about to get fired at Arizona State. Or I mean Auburn, excuse me. I'd rather have that job. Right. There's gonna be Nebraska's, I still think, a much better job than Arizona State. Hundred um, percent. Yeah. So, you would agree, Harson's probably the next to go, right? Yeah. Yeah. Of the Power I, Five jobs, I would, I would think so. And I don't even think Harson's a bad job. I just think that's a shit show and it's a horrible fit. I mean, I, mean, I don't. I meant to say I don't think Harson's a bad coach. Um, Boise yeah. State should take him back if he, yeah <laughs> if he wants it. They they can use some help yeah. offensively. They stink. They do. Yeah, Boise State's not the same um, since he's left. So. 
Yeah. Um, coaching Sarah carousel will only continue to pick up as the season season goes along. So, um, let's get into our, uh, picks for week four. Good slate of games this week. Let's start with, uh, Game we talked about already, Kansas State on the road in Norman, facing Oklahoma. K-State 13-point dog. Um, what, do you, what do you think? Do you think they keep it close? No, I think OU big. And this is not a reverse jinx effort for me. This is <laughs> like I've watched K-State now and I've watched OU now. Like, not only OU is going to score like 60 on them, I think it would be like 48 14. to 10. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, something like that. Like going to kick their ass on defense, just wear them out. That's kind of what I'm thinking. I uh, I usually don't put any action on the OU games, but this being under two touchdowns, I'm I'm intrigued by yeah. by the Sooners to cover. You you agree, Clint? Yeah, I would definitely agree. But yeah, I mean that it's one of those spreads that just doesn't make much sense. OU comes off a huge road win back prime time at home, Kansas State, and then. Yeah, so I don't know. It's probably going to be right on the money. Hopefully not. Hopefully we it's forty to typically, ten or something. But typically they are. Vegas, yeah, Vegas is Vegas. Yeah, yeah. Uh, keeping the Big Twelve here. Texas on the road at Texas Tech. Texas six and a half point favorite. Um, I'm assuming. I'm just going to assume it's going to be Cardigan this week, um, which I think you know might allow Tech to keep it close for a while. I do think Texas will win this game. I'm not going to touch the spread. Um, now, if it was like Texas minus six and a half, yeah. If it was six and a half, and I thought when Ewers was playing, I might be interested in taking Texas because I think they're really I, good with. Kansas. I wonder how much it'll move if they announce Ewers is starting. I think you get but double I, digits. I, I like Texas too, though. Uh, Baylor on the road um, at Iowa State. Baylor road dog, two and a half point dog. Um, I am intrigued by Baylor here. Um, yeah, it's kind of a test. Yeah, I just if anything, I if it got to above three, I definitely would take Baylor. Um, I just think they're more well-rounded. That defense is legit. I don't know how to think about Iowa State yet, um, especially that offense. They struggled to move the ball against Iowa, which has been their only real competition. They did look good, like you said, against Ohio last week. I'll probably, if anything, I'd hop on Baylor if it got to a field goal. I'm going to take Iowa State to win the game. I'm not going to bet it, though. Okay, and I'll just I, for the sake of the pick, I'll take Baylor to win. I might bet the under, but I I don't like either side. What is that number like fifty four or something? Yeah, I think uh, exactly fifty four. Yeah, I like that too. That might be wait, no, I lied. It's forty four and a half. I lied. Oh, I'm, never a, mind. I'm a big fan. But, <laughs> Baylor, but Baylor can't score, right? And neither can Iowa State against an actual team. So like, right. so that means it'll go over forty four and a half. Hey, I took an I took under 37 in that Iowa game last week. That was nasty to cheer for. Yeah, it's that's like oh, you're a sicko. Punting. Yeah, it's like, oh, <laughs> keep punting. I'll keep doing it until they like find No, I saw punt. a funny tweet. It was like I it's Iowa and, and uh Rutgers are playing this week. It was like the ultimate punt off or something like that. What's the total? 12? Uh, let's see. It's <laughs> it's gotta be ridiculous. 16 and a half. Let's see what the uh, the over in per or in Iowa Rutgers is 34. 34. That's just got I'll take the under. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, I might take the under in that. Just I got me. heart. All right. Um, the game I'm most excited about this weekend TCU on the road in Dallas. I already Sunny, know you're picking Sonny <laughs> Dykes revenge game. This game opened up at Pickham. Um, now it's up to TCU minus two and a half. Been announced as a sellout already. Pony fans, the Boo Birds will be out for Sunny Dykes. I can tell you that. That's why you're coming. <laughs> what he they... do? Hey, it's just Iron Skillet, baby. You can't just flip sides on Iron <laughs> Skillet. Yeah, uh, that's true. But Ponies, tough loss to Maryland. A game they probably should have won. Um, just some bad turnovers in the second half. Um, lost 34-27. They abandoned the run. Um, Another huge game for Rasheed Rice, though, who's now leading the, the nation in receiving yards with 491 yards, uh, over 17 yards of catch. Um, had 20 targets against Maryland. That's, that's not going to be. Yeah, that's not the re- recipe for a win against, against CCU. They got to spread it around. They got to get the ground game going. They've got a deep, deep backfield with Siggers, with Wheaton, with Levine. So they got some guys back there. Um, but 
they're going to need it. They ran for over 350 yards against TCU last year. Not saying they're going to need to run for 300 yards again, but um, they've got to um, establish some sort of run game. Um, but that's when you players will be fired up. I've talked to Mordecai about this one. Um, I know the whole team's ready to roll. Oh, yeah. Just yeah. pick SMU. Say it. Uh, I am. SMU money line. Wow. SMU wins outright. Touchdown plus win. Wow. I'm going to TCU. I'm strongly thinking about – like. I'm strongly thinking about flying in for the game. Why not? What's the drive from New Orleans to Dallas? Four or five hours? I'd probably just fly. Yeah. I'd probably just go in and out the same day. Take the uh, PJ. Business trip. No, no PJ. Yeah. South, direct Southwest flight. <laughs> oh, that's not bad. Yeah. Um, I'm picking TCU. Like, who knows the SMU offense better than Sunny Dykes? True. Also, but you could, but, Freddie but Gillespie on defense. Who knows the, t- the, the Sunny Dykes? Offense better than Rhett Lashley, who was an offensive coordinator. It's a good point, but he didn't. I, I really like Gillespie as the D coordinator. I also think SMU's got a significant quarterback. I think Mordecai they do. I would agree better with that. than either Doug yeah, or Morris. Um, and I, I just think is Morris still out? I think. I think it'll be Duggan again. The, hi, I, I, think, I still stay with TCU. I think history book says SMU wins this one. I this is this is the most this is the most hyped up SMU game. I would say. Since the death penalty. Wow. Wow. There's got to be one in there. I don't think so. They've had big teams come to Dallas. AM's played in Dallas, but like SMU is good now. They're playing their biggest rival against a coach who left them for their biggest rival. There's just a lot of, I mean, the I fact can't that TCU plays this game is like funny to me. I guess. I mean, they've played for over 100 years, though. You oh, know they I mean? have? I didn't know they played that long. I thought it was oh. more of an OSU-TU thing. Like, it's funny no, to no, me no. that OSU plays to you because we have nothing to gain from playing. No, this. no, no. This is, like, this game has been, like, this is a legitimate rivalry. Like, oh, okay, I didn't know it was that old. Never mind then. I guess TCU hasn't been a big boy for a long time. So. Right. I mean, they were conference mates until, like, I mean. In the Mountain West era? Yeah, they might have even played in the WAC together for a little bit. Like, what, TCU's been Power 5 for – 10 years, whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, there were, there were, for a long time, TCU fans were calling for this series to get canceled when SMU was like horrible, which, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, no, I like SMU. Um, West Virginia, Vatek, who you like? Uh, Friday night game. I'm going to take the Hokies. I I'm don't think take, either team is that good, though. I agree. I'm going to go with West Virginia. I think. Finally, luck might start going their way a little bit. So I'll go. Yeah, I, I want them to win, but like I just I don't know. Duke Kansas game of game of the week. Duke Kansas both undefeated. Give me like. Joel. Give me Joel Embiid and <laughs> Andrew Wiggins to beat Zion Williamson and Jason Tatum. Yeah, so I like Kansas, think. and I I might take Kansas. I kind of like this. I really do like the seven and a half. I might. Yeah, which I think is they, could, they could win by they could win by ten or more. Yeah, it's just insane. Um. Arkansas AM in Jerry World. Who you like there? What's the spread? I don't even think I put the spread on this one. I don't need to know the spread right now because I'm I'm gonna pick AM actually. The Arkansas, spread is Arkansas is probably Arkansas AM is by a point and a half. Yeah, I like to I like to go with Vegas. I bet the public's gonna be heavy on the hogs too. I agree. I think what we, you know, if AM can have any sort of offensive success with they through the air, it. it's going to be against Arkansas. Yep. And Arkansas, AM's defense is legit. Like, yeah. Arkansas is not going to be able to just pound the rock. Katie Jefferson's, Jefferson's going to have to throw the ball, which he can. I just don't know how well he can do it against this AM defense. So yeah. I like So we like both pick an AM. Yeah. Um, that's going to be sweet until AM throws for like 111 yards and scores six <laughs> points. It's going to be 23 to 16. One game, one of the more underrated games of the weekend is this Clemson weight game. Clemson, uh, I think I saw their average margin of defeat over the last five or six years against Wake Forest is like 38 points, but they're only a seven-point favorite playing at Wake Forest. Hartman's back for Wake Forest. Should be a good atmosphere. I'm tempted by Wake uh, by Wake plus seven. Um, Clemson's going to win the game, but here's a good stat. I'm going to make a play um... – Clint, do you know the total for that game? And then that'll tell me the number for the first half. Sure total for that game is 56. Okay. So 23 is the, the first half line or 22 and a half probably. Whatever mm-hmm. it is. Clemson has scored three first half TDs in two games versus FBS opponents this season. 
One of those was a five-yard drive after a blocked field goal. They stink at scoring points. And we know their defense is good. So Clemson's going to win the game, but I like first half under. Because Clemson's going to – like, they're not going to roll over on defense. Like, the defense is still the defense. All right. So I like first half under in that a lot, actually. But getting, I do like Clemson to win the game. Getting sharp on us. Yeah, that, that stat <laughs> is from uh, the Bear from College Game Day. Uh, he does a nice he does a nice little thread um, every Wednesday or so of a bunch of good stats. But, yeah, no, I'm going to go Clemson to win. Um, but I might take Wake Forest plus seven. Um, Florida on the road at Tennessee. Uh, Tennessee needs to exercise some demons they had against Florida for years. Um, Tennessee, 10.5-point favorite, though. Ooh. I like I, I I think I like Tennessee to win, but I'm probably going to take Florida plus ten and a half. I agree with both of those. That seems like a lot of points, but I do like Tennessee to win the game. Tennessee has some major questions on that defense. Their offense is good, but their defense got has gotten gashed by they got gashed by Pitt and before Slovis went out. Um, they give a lot of yards on the ground, so I just think Florida will probably keep this one close. Agreed. Oregon, Washington State. I like uh, Washington State plus seven, and I think I like Washington State to win outright. Wow. You yeah. think, or is that your pick? That's my pick. We need to go back and um, tally up records so far right. this year. And the, mm-hmm. I, I forgot we, we haven't been doing that. We need to keep track of those. I'm going to take Oregon to win. I don't have a spread lean. Yeah, I just think Washington State actually has a good defense, and uh, that could cause some issues for, for Knicks. Oregon on the road. Washington State is a tough place to play. I like Cameron Ward, their quarterback. So we'll yeah, he's really, he's solid. Uh, wait, no, no, wait, no. It's Oregon State that's playing in the fake yeah. stadium. Oregon State, uh, USC, uh, USC six and a half point favorite. Probably their biggest test to date on the road at Oregon State. They have not committed a turnover yet. USC, and they've also had crazy good turnover luck on defense. They've got to lead the nation in turnover. Uh, they're pretty close if they're not number one. Oh man, I want to pick Oregon State, but I just don't know. I'm not. I think Caleb. Spread. I think Caleb Williams wins this game for USC. He's just I, better. Than he's the best player on the field. I mean, yeah. yeah I, I think USC wins this one. Dreads me to say it, but I think the USC hype is going to just keep growing and growing until they go to Salt Lake and play Utah. Yeah. Um. One last one here. Uh, Wisconsin at Ohio State. Wisconsin, 19 point dogs. I have no lean on the spread. I like Ohio State to win, though, uh, easily. I like Ohio State. Uh, 19's a lot for a conference game, but yeah, Ohio State. Yeah, Wisconsin. Graham, I'm just, I'm not, not buying Graham Mertz um, at all. He stinks. <laughs> yeah, so. he, uh, he is. He's not good. Another deep slate of games. A lot of conference games this week. So yeah, it's uh, we're 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 really into the thick of things, and yeah, should be a a, a good. Is there a is there a game on that list that in, or not on our list that intrigues you? No, uh, not for anything that intrigues you. Maybe Notre Dame, North Carolina. I don't... So Tulsa has covered eleven straight against ranked opponents. Adol missed Saturday. Davis Brin has been really good at throwing the ball. Ole Miss has a pretty solid defense, actually, um, to much people's surprise. But it could be a bit of an overlook spot for Ole Miss. I think they have a, a ranked team next week that they're playing, big SEC game. So I'm not saying Tulsa's going to win outright, but I could see them hanging around, mucking it up a lot. Go Hurricanes. Yeah. I yeah. See win. Um, no, nothing. I'm just scrolling through here really quick, seeing if there's anything that just – no, I – I, I don't really think there's anything out there. It's tw- that TU line is 21 and a half, guys. That is too many points. I think. Yeah. Okay, there is something that I that Rutgers plus seven and a half against Iowa at yeah. home. Yeah. Right? I mean, Iowa struggles just to score seven points. So um Iowa will probably win, but probably also like is, is UCLA the worst three and O team in the country? Nobody's spoken a word about them other than nine thousand people being at their game. It's insane. They, whew, that is depressing. Then no, literally no one goes to those games. Yet they're going to the Big Ten. <laughs> Who would, Florida State would beat UCLA in the game right now if they oh, played Saturday. Yeah, right? no doubt about it. I think they would handle. UCLA. So I was on. I was on Florida State last week. 
um, in that like weeknight game at Louisville on Friday night. Mm-hmm. The backup quarterback, Rodenberg, no, it's not Rodenberg, Rodenkirk, he is better than, Tra- than uh, Jordan Travis. He played well. And, yeah, they had some tough injuries in that game. Versk went, went out. Oh, the, what is Johnny Wilson, the receiver? Beast. Like, I, I wanted to get the Mike Evans text in before they said it on air. He he is Mike Evans. Yeah. He, he's 6'6", runs pretty damn well. I don't know why they don't throw the ball every single play. Right. Yeah, no. But they. I, the, you can't – like, he's just a nightmare, especially against uh, – Louisville's defensive backs aren't very good either. So, if you – you know, if you if you're playing a team that uh, you gotta have a lockdown guy to to, to slow him down. Well, Lee um, Cunningham played really good though. Yeah, it's uh, been a disappointing start for Louisville this year. Yeah, their coach might get fired. Was Satterfield? Satterfield, yeah, he's. I saw that like could the, be he could be like the next guy to go too. Yeah, they him, lose Saturday. Him, Harson, Jeff Collins at at Georgia Tech is another guy that could could uh, get fired soon. Uh, yeah, in the next week or two, I'm sure there'll be more. Yeah. All right. Any anything else before we wrap up? Nope. All right. Let's have a good week for us. Always follow us on social media at Fifth Year Podcast on all platforms. Um, going forward, we'll just be Apple, Spotify. Interviews will still be going up on YouTube. So subscribe on YouTube if you want to check out those interviews. Um, yeah, let's have a good week for.